What's Up Whittier? Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. Hey guys, producer Christine here with this week's community corkboard announcements. So today's going to be um, a little different. I currently have in front of me the Fall 2017 City of Whittier Parks and Recreation class schedule of community activities and the cultural arts calendar. So I'm going to just get all of um, my info from here today. But just to remember, every Friday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. we have our Whittier Farmers Market located at the corner of Philadelphia and Bright. Alrighty, so here I have some aquatics. As we know guys, it's been very hot. So in the aquatic section, we have a parent and child swim and it'll start September 11th through the 21st, Monday through Friday from 4.30 to 5 p.m., which will be at Palm Park. And um, it says age needs to be at least one, but less than five. There are also preschool swim lessons, um, at least three, but less than five. That'll be $50, the same dates from 4.30 to 5 p.m. Um, let's see, swim lessons level one and two at Palm Park from 9.11 to 9.21 from 4.30 to 5 p.m. And it looks like a lot of these swim lessons are at the same time and, you know, it's probably coordinated on purpose. So everybody should check those out. Um, and again, it's level three, level four, level five, and level six, um, at least five years old, but anyone under 18 is more than welcome to participate. Boo! Are you ready for this year's Whittier Spooktacular 5K run slash walk? Well, the Whittier Community Foundation and Whittier Host Lions Club are ready for you. So guys, don't forget, there's a children's creepy crawly, which is a half mile dash. It's actually super adorable. You just see the kids take off um, in their costumes in front of the community center. It's really nice. There's a $1,000 prize money for a costume contest. And if you have seen your city of Whittier catalog and on the back it shows you what the medal will look like and it's like Frankenstein it says eighth annual number one Frankie it's kind of adorable so don't forget to check that out go to www.whittier5k.com all right guys um let me see maybe I can find one more random event oh boom here we go Tai Chi exercise committed level one just what the doctor ordered, Committed Tai Chi has two weekly sessions for ages 20 to 95 and up. Tai Chi professionals train students with focus on health and applications. Some students are working through cancer, Parkinson's, fibromyalgia, and more. Level 1 is for everybody. Level 2 requires a passing grade in level 1. So again, um, ages 45 and up, but I'm sure, you know, if you're experienced in Tai Chi and you're younger than that, you know, you are more than welcome to join. It'll be at the Aikido Institute, 6725 Comstock Avenue. And for residents, it's $78. Non-residents, $88. And it'll be Tuesdays through Fridays from 919 through 1027 from 9 to 945. And the second class uh, set of classes you can take will be 1031 through 1215 from 9 a.m. to 945. So, guys... Um, you know, men, women, if you guys are all interested in doing this, they're going to have two class sessions from September all the way until December. So that should be really fun. Okay, so that was like another, oh my gosh, and they have Tahitian dance workout. 
sorry, I gotta tell you guys this. Low impact cardio dance workout combined with floor work, get fit island style. Ages 15 and up at the community center, instructed by Sally Vieza. Resident $53, non-resident $63. Pays to live in Whittier, huh? Well, uh, this will be on Thursdays starting September 21st till December 14th from 5.45 to 6.45 p.m. So those seem like really cool workouts. Actually, I'm going to flip through here and uh, maybe you can hear, maybe you will just hear us about some more of these events. Alrighty. Don't forget to follow us on all social media. We are at What's Up Whittier on Twitter, no, on Twitter we're at What's Up 562, but on Facebook and Instagram we're at What's Up Whittier. Go to What's Up Don't forget to tell your friends and neighbors about your favorite Whittier podcast. And I don't know, is there anything else? Follow Justine Remo uh, at J2 Architects at Remo the Realtor um, and check them out. They're really cool professional guys. So, you know, use them for their professional services. Alrighty, guys, this is a really great episode. Take it away, Justine Remo. What's up, Whittier? What's up, Whittier? Whittier, Whittier? Whoop, oh, Come on, I need an intro. Here, maybe we'll ask our special guest. You guys got an intro before we introduce you guys? On the Any fly. Sound Here effects? it is. Here it comes. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm just excited to be representing Whittier where the girls are prettier. Yeah, right? Isn't go. that what it is? <laughs> Done. I saw that on a t-shirt <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So today, uh, uh, like every week, we have special guests. Actually, we have three special guests. Our biggest um, group. Our biggest group. Yeah, that's right. Um, we have the Cheeky Few, and we have Nat, Vince, and Josh. Welcome, guys. Thank Thanks. you, guys. Thanks. Thank you for coming down. And we are, like, literally down. We're <laughs> in the basement at your, where you guys practice. Yes, right? you are in our dojo. Yeah. You are in the core of our, our band life. This is where it all begins exactly very cool very cool well this is a really big uh basement or a place to play normally people when they play it's in a small garage and people are on top of each other you guys got a lot of room in here yeah we can thank the whittier earthquake for this basement (laughs) because uh it wasn't here before the quake and then Uh when they fixed up the house full basement then 20 years later uh (laughs) we moved in and started practicing here so yeah we're very uh we're very thankful that uh that we get to crash here and practice yeah. on Saturdays. So how did this become your dojo? You re- referenced it earlier. Sure. Um, so I guess three years ago now, Josh and I, um, we were sort of like in a guitar club, very relaxed guitar club that practiced in the, the house that's upstairs um, with uh, our friends and some of the guys that grew up, the boys that grew up in the house. Um, and it was just very relaxed Sunday afternoons. we get together. Um, Connie, who owns the house, she uh, wanted to have live music around, but it was very relaxed, and we'd bring covers of, for songs we've always wanted to learn and printed, it, printed them off the internet and tried to figure them out together. <clears throat> um, and we, we did that for a while, and we had a friend who actually really knew how to play the guitar, and he kind of pushed us to you know get beyond basic, basic stuff. Um, and then just selfishly, I started pushing my own original material onto the group, and uh, Josh and I sort of connected to figuring out that it would be more fun if we took it out off the out of the house and you know be able to play for live strangers sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, our very first show was 
at Local Fixture Uptown playing Christmas songs, which is not our specialty. <laughs> yeah. Though, Josh, can, you can still do a, a mean Feliz Navidad. I mean, if someone wants to hire us to play Christmas songs, we are available. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. August, yeah. Yeah, September, yeah. October. You February, know. March, whatever. It starts earlier. Yeah. Well, that's when there's less supply out there, yeah. right? Right. Like, how many people are, are renting themselves for Christmas songs in August? Right. There's a new market for it in June. It's, <laughs> it's killer. Yeah. yeah, the half Christmas sale. Half Christmas. Um, but we were just like acoustic, we were like an acoustic guitar trio at that time um, and felt like we needed drums to make it a real a real thing, you know, you gotta have drums to get the people yeah. moving. And that's dancing. about the time you get kicked out of the house and sent to the basement is yeah. when you start bringing drums into yeah. the mix. I'm sure with a guitar, it's nice background music, drums, it's like, right. take that shit. Yeah. You all gotta go to the time. basement <laughs> now is basically Yeah, so down told. here, yeah. So now we're down in the basement. Um, uh, but yeah, we, so we, we are very lucky. Um, rare for a California band to be a basement band. There are not that many basements, uh, so it's cooler than a garage. We've practiced in Josh's garage in Long Beach, and I gotta say the basement in Whittier. It's, yeah. we got the greenery and everything. It's, yeah. it's a nice, it's not bad, nice yeah. and cool. This is definitely not your typical basement here in, in Whittier. I've been in quite a few basements. They're usually all exposed. They look like they have spider webs everywhere. And it looks like if another earthquake comes, you're gone. <laughs> well, it's the dark. There's definitely yeah. some. There are a few spider webs. Yeah. We tried to we tried to clear some yeah. of them out for you. <laughs> you. You guys knew we were coming. We knew there was coming. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, going into the band, obviously you mentioned you guys were work, were kind of playing together. Uh, when was the band formed, and um, and and uh, what instruments do you guys play? Um, sure. Uh, so I. Um, I would say it was our first show where we were playing original music was in summer of 2015. Um, we played a sh place in uh, Long Beach called Portfolio Coffee House that doesn't allow cover songs because uh, they say they're not going to pay the rights for them, which I've okay. never heard another bar that says that. Yeah, yeah. Many bars want cover songs. Uh, so that kind of forced our hand away from the you know covers we were comfortable with, really you know pushing our original music yeah. um an original music means it's music you guys wrote and are singing and are yeah. playing to okay yeah and so then um so so that so that was yeah so 2015 and um i uh sing and play acoustic guitar um i'm vince and i play drums and i'm josh i play the electric guitar and we do have a bass player typically uh eric um uh so it was a four-piece traditional you know when mm -hmm. we play so and do you guys, who knows you, I mean, how, I know you guys said you both know each other. Um, is that how it started, between you two, or? or yeah, and our, uh, so our, I need... I mean, how do you guys know each other? Yeah, right, so, so Josh and I work together in the real world, okay. in our non-musical world. Yeah. Um, in the pain uh, gig, right? The, the, the right, <laughs> right, yeah, right, the exactly. Hell hole. The hellhole. Right, <laughs> so, uh, so, and we've known each other for, for a long time, uh, for over 10 years. And I've known uh, Vince, and I've lived in Whittier for over 10 years, and uh, so sort of met Vince right, um, right when I moved here um, through various friends, and I always knew he was a drummer. And when we needed, a, we were looking for a permanent drummer to play the shows. Our, our friend, who um, kind of like I said, pushed us uh, to uh, to make it more serious. He he said that the the best drummer in in Whittier. Is Jose Vicente Reyes. Vince there you go, Reyes. man. <laughs> that should be like that. a shirt or something. <laughs> <laughs> or a bumper sticker. I don't know. Right. Well, you haven't seen me play drums. So <laughs> yeah. That can be determined after. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it, uh, we're extremely lucky with that. I mean, 
yeah, right away. If you want, I mean, you talk about like, because I literally call. I was on vacation in Hawaii. We had a show booked for right when I got back. I, Vince and I hadn't necessarily talked in a long time, and I just sort of called you up, right? Yeah, I don't know where. I don't think we talked in like ten years or something. <laughs> <laughs> the day you met, right, yeah, and I'm then like, that was you it. Describe yourself again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, how'd you get my number? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. I mean, so, you know, just going, put it, I mean, you hear stories, right? Like, oh, I ran into so-and-so and, you know, we kind of hit it off and, you know, he plays this, I play that and it kind of works itself out. Um, you know, kind of sounds similar story. Uh, but, but looking at the name, I mean, is that something that kind of came before you guys all got together or after or how, how do you form? <sighs> the band name. Yeah. yeah. The band yeah. Name. So band names are, at this point, it's a it's a well run you know territory you yeah. know that I think 50 years ago I mean any band you know would look at some, you know will be the boxes you know yeah. or whatever uh, and we were when we had that that uh, that Christmas show we need we did, people were like well, what are you guys gonna be called and we didn't think we really needed like a, a name you know but they were like oh no you've got to be called something if you're gonna yeah. play um, and. So we just sort of started grinding out ideas, and then you go on the internet, and there's already a band that has that name. You know, yeah, yeah. there's or it's associated with you know some restaurant or something like that. Um, so I think I was looking through a list on the internet of <laughs> um, strange expressions, expressions, you know, rarely used expressions. Uh, and uh, the cheeky few came up. So the cheeky few, it's more common in like the British Commonwealth. Yeah. Is cheeky is as a British right. thing. Yeah. So what the cheeky few are is uh, like you're 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 leaving work, you intend on going home, and you stop off at the bar, not to not to go crazy, just to have the cheeky few at the end of the day, hang out with your friends, and then and then you go home. So it seemed like for guys that are, you know. 10 years older than most bands that are just starting, you know, that's, and we're not going to be like the Rageaholics or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, so it seemed to fit. No other band had ever called themselves the Cheeky Few. Interesting. Um, and we went with it, and uh, it, it was on our first poster for that show and you know and we just it's on the drums it's written on yeah. the drums now so we have yeah. to you know we yeah, have to official. You can't do it. It doesn't come off. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. It's like a tattoo. Yeah. Yet to find a name that even is sort of reminiscent of that, so at yeah, least yeah. it's at least it stands out. So going back to uh, the um, the first show, you guys, was he you reached out to him? You said, did you guys perform before, practice together, anything, or just hey, let's we'll meet you there at seven and let's see what we got? What do you remember about that? I remember that yeah, he called me. He was in Hawaii and um, he had the show booked, and we got together like once or twice, maybe not much, and then. And then we ran through the songs and we played and everything was cool. But we didn't have a bass player at that time, so it felt a little weird because I've never, as a drummer, I would, you know, used to playing with the rhythm section, the yeah. bass player. But we we uh, we made it happen. People liked it. So. And and before that, you guys actually, when you said run through, you practice yeah. once or two. Yeah. <laughs> so we taught him that, and you know, uh, we taught him the songs, and you know, and Vince Vince can feel it out, and he saw where the mm -hmm. music was coming from. I mean, even though like our our inspirations and the music we listen to you know privately or you know they we have crossover but there's also differences he was able to figure out what you know what just like our my friend said if you call vince he's gonna he's gonna deliver so it's good okay, man, that's the second shirt vince <laughs> yeah. delivers yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
So, so going uh, just kind of what you mentioned about uh, preference of music. Uh, what is your guys' preference uh, aside from what you guys actually play? Like, is there? Do you guys have, have so a specific type of music? Like we just listen to in the car yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Sure. Go ahead, guys. Sure. I mean, I I was a teenager in the '90s, so I grew up on like grunge and rock, and I just. As soon as I saved up enough money, I bought a guitar and turned it all the way up to 11 and just tried to make all those noises. And <laughs> so now, now this has been an experiment with me, like turning it down a little bit, yeah. hearing individual notes. Um, these guys always just tell playing me. With playing with other people. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Playing for other people. That was yeah. big for us. Yeah, for me, I like, I like loud music. You know, I'm a drummer. I like to play loud. I play heavy metal, you know, fast stuff like that. That's the kind of stuff that I like to play most of all and listen to mostly, you know. But when, uh, but when that caught me into this band, I like the challenge of playing something else, you know. So it's a challenge for me. I so like it. So what kind of so so like what kind of music? There's a specific band. What would you listen to? I'd say like uh, like Norwegian black metal, like Emperor, Mayhem, just. Real heavy, heavy, extreme. Yeah. The more extreme, the better. For you me. could be making those names up for all I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I, I, That's <laughs> how much. Yeah. So, so yeah. But you know, it's all for the music, man. You know, when when it comes down to it, well, we do what's appropriate. Yeah. Well, here and that's what I'm getting at. So, so what kind of bands will you listen to, it, or or groups if you're listening in the oh, car? Oh, I was in the this typical like dirty grungy '90s like Nirvana, Pearl okay. Jam, Alice in Chains, all those. Yeah. All right. How about you? All of the above. Well, not the Norwegian stuff a little. <laughs> I was, like, I was uh, yeah, I was more like Vikings Southern European black metal, <laughs> you know, Portuguese black metal. No, um, so I, music has been, a, and it was an intense thing for me as a listener before I ever uh, played it myself. So just listening, listening to music, it was a big part of my household. There was music always on, in the car. My parents had a lot of ideas. Um, I was told by my mom, who graduated high school in 1976, that Aerosmith was for white trash, so I wasn't allowed to listen to it. Wow. Uh, so um, that stuck with me, and I still tell people that. <laughs> Even though <laughs> I listen to them sometimes, it's pretty good. Yeah. But um, uh, the, th the thing for me is uh, uh, lyrics and storytelling for me is what has always drawn me to, uh, regardless of, of who it is. So. Uh, Bob Dylan and Springsteen were definitely around in my house, and those stories were so vivid in my imagination that I could, you know, I could see the characters they were talking about. And then um, I'm also really drawn to anything that comes from sort of like a, like a folk or social justice bent, you know. And so there's a lot of uh, hip hop, the like KRS One, and and people, especially that those early waves of sort of like political hip-hop were important to me. But again, those were songs were stories. They were about real people that I could yeah. relate to. Um, and then uh, I, Woody Guthrie and the earlier stuff, I think, in, inflects a lot of what we actually have ended up uh, playing. Um, but as, and as someone who writes songs and writes lyrics, I, I steal from the best of those, you know, those storytellers. It's borrow, right? Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, no yeah. one steals anything. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, and that's what I'm getting at. Is like based on what you guys were actually listen, listening to in the car, does that translate back to what you guys were actually playing? Um, it, like, is that, does that morph into like an eclectic mix that you guys were playing, or or does it not come come close to what you guys are listening to? 
Well, I guess if you had to describe what the Cheeky Few, um, what is the right word? Uh, uh, genre? Genre, or? yeah, I guess. Sure. Is that come close? And what yeah, is so it? I think it's interesting. I think um, when you guys can... Well, I, I, especially after you talked about playing Christmas music. Right, <laughs> right. so, so that was not it. Ball. You yeah. know, that was, that we found out early, that was not going to be our path, <laughs> you know. Um, so I do write the I, I do write the songs in the sense that I, I I write the lyrics I come up with the with the general idea and then I bring it to the band, um, and I would say that I'm writing from sort of a folk or early American kind of roots music perspective. So there's blues in there, early rock and roll. Um, like the when I hear the songs in my head, they sound like those things. But the cool thing is, is we don't have like a straight up genre band, right? Mm. Who who listen like like who listen to that exact same stuff. So, I come with an idea for a song, uh, and I you know, and some references and some things we've talked about. But the guys are all gonna bring their own thing to it, which I think makes it nice because we're not like there are plenty of rockabilly bands. There are great rockabilly bands in Southern California. Um, and and we like those guys, and this is not a rockabilly band, you know. Even though we're influenced by that, it doesn't come out sounding exactly like Reverend Horton Heat or some, you know, some of those amazing bands. So it's it's going to be a little closer to what, you know, to what to what our sound is is sort of becoming, and you know, not that we. So Norwegian Viking. Uh, no. <laughs> I keep emotionally. In, yeah, I, I keep in mind, you know, like Nat just said, he comes in with the songs, he usually writes most of the songs, and they're in that folk tradition, and naturally I'm gonna try to compliment what he brings, you know what I mean? Even though I do wanna bust out and... Uh, <laughs> so so do, do you ever bring songs and you guys say, oh hell no, we're not playing this, or this is... Well, I think it, I don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I, think they, they, I think they just don't play them very well yeah. uh, as, as yeah. a form of protest, <laughs> yeah. and so they yeah. never get off the ground. It's like, a yeah. slow process of playing them faster and faster and yeah. louder sure. and louder until they might not sound like how Nat brought it to yeah. practice the sure. first time. Well, absolutely. And yeah, and if, if Vince is itching to to bust out, you know, we you know, he's like he's like it's been a little while since we've done a, you know, a real rave up or something like uh -huh. that and and the best part in the, our show is if it, we, we sort of hold, you know, because drummers only come to watch drummers. Mm -hmm. So you can tell the drummers in the crowd because they're... It, is this it? Is this it? Is this right. it? They're just looking at, they're looking at Vince and I'm like waving and desperate for attention in <laughs> yeah. the front, right? Because that's why I'm there. And, um, but, you know, sometimes we'll organize the set so Vince, Vince gets to show his true self, you know. They let me out of my cage. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then uh, towards the end and then, and then, uh, and then he's just, just overrun with the drummers of all generations after the show talking nice. to them drum stuff right very cool so do you guys uh, sorry i was looking up at this uh uh stage name generator do you guys have an actual stage name like or do you guys go by your first name like individually oh yeah no we did we just we uh we just use our given names for oh, the man, given, no fun. i know so here, uh, I was looking up. Jesse, what's your stage? Well, here, <laughs> it's supposed to be. Well, it, again, this is just something they threw out there right on the internet. It's supposed to be the the color of underwear you had, and then the last thing you ate. So, like for me, it's gray burrito. So, which is oh, kind of that's <laughs> not bad. I can oh. see that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so go that's with a bad, that. It's a go, good name, but a, go let's, let's a go bad go. Yelp review. Yeah. Yeah. It's gray. Let's go, Rima. What's your name? Wait. So it's the last thing you ate. No, it's the color of your underwear. Your current underwear? <laughs> I think it's oh, also Grey Burrito. <laughs> wow. The Grey Burrito I, I Brothers. Albert. 
I, I, uh, I ate Albert's earlier today. So I guess uh, <laughs> this, this black teriyaki sounds, yeah. That's, that's actually wow. kind of that's good. Black yeah. teriyaki. I like yeah. Well, mine's a bunch of colors. It's like plaid. <laughs> I'd say plaid chicken sandwich. <laughs> Jack my plaid, but <laughs> today's a busy day at work, so I'm I'm gonna bring you the sounds from uh, plaid protein shake. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, look at that, man! Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, those stage names don't work. <laughs> no, but then actually, again, Black was pretty good, yeah. man. Yeah, it was. Uh, There'd be some different expectations if they thought they were coming to see Black Teriyaki. Yeah. Before. <laughs> <laughs> you just oh, disappointed one hundred percent of the audience. <laughs> I didn't get any of that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. So uh, going into uh, obviously you guys talked about uh, you know places you or that you guys have played together previously. Um, where have you guys played here locally in uh, in Whittier? Or do you guys stick to Whittier? Or? Well, we would love to play as many shows yeah, as possible in in Whittier. Uh, we have two really exciting shows uh, in Whittier in August and September. We talk about um, uh, so we. We do play local fixture out now that um, we first played local fixture. They had were just getting started, and you could play inside. Okay. And now they've just covered that place with you know merchandise they can actually sell. Yeah. Uh, so we 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 play out out in front when they'll have us uh, come. But um, uh, so we've played there. Um, we've played two Halloween shows at Sage. Okay. Um, to which was always fun, but it, people always were sort of looking at us like what we exactly we were doing there. It took us a couple songs uh, to get there. But um, we have a show at the Commoner, which wasn't around when we started. Very cool. Um, and which is exciting because yeah. sometimes p people want to hear uh, uh, very specific or they want to hear just cover songs or they want to hear a very specific kind of music or uh, or no drums. You know, there's a lot of different, a yeah, lot yeah. Of different things. So... Um, commoner you know talk i know you guys listen uh we're really excited to you know share our songs at such a cool you know new spot in whittier and, and uh we'll, we're gonna throw some covers in there too you know as well but so um, when's that scheduled uh, that is uh september 8th uh okay. we're playing 9 to 11 um so friday night uh there so that'll be our debut on greenleaf very cool so pretty exciting all right yeah. what's what's the next place you're playing at um, well, the the local fixture show is actually before that. Sorry to go in reverse chronological order. That's Saturday, August 26th at 11 a.m. So okay. the family show mm -hmm. out in front. They have, uh, you know, coffee and donuts on the weekend and stuff. And so we've done that show three years now. Um, the last Saturday in August is International Play Music on the Porch Day. Really? Uh, in like, case you didn't, I'm sure it's on everyone's <laughs> calendar. Yeah. You know, you're like, I'm not going into work to play music on the porch day, which is something that some a guy in Highland Park actually started, uh, which is encouraging people to go outside and play, regardless of you know Skills skill ability, yeah. um, but to go outside and play music for free for family members, community members, and um, it's pretty cool on their Instagram, and you can see that day people all over the world, you know, playing instruments and stuff. So we've been a part of that. Uh, in front of local fixture since 2015. So. That's it, man. Bring out my recorder and start playing. Uh, yeah, and tag it and people all over the world. Yeah. Too. The Marriott had a little lamp. Yeah, that one's <laughs> the first song you learned. <laughs> That's right. You guys start uh, at 11, and how long do you go till? I think we're playing about an hour and an hour and a half there. They said they wanted music kind of midday there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Now, would it be the whole patio you guys would take up and as people? No, so we they'll they'll put us they'll shove us sort of behind the the entryway yeah. so people can still 
still come mm, in and yeah. out and then they're going to keep all the seating open so people can you know people can hang, hang out yeah so that thursday which would be the 24th we're at the pike in long beach starting at nine o'clock and then outside on fourth street um they they have something called fourth fridays which would be something awesome if we yeah. get going in whittier too something like this but basically they have they line up bands on fourth street so we'll be out there with a bunch of other bands and that starts around 6 30. so we have those two long beach shows do they take each turns like the bands that line yeah up so so we'll play about 90 we'll play 90 minutes oh, wow. uh so there's four or five spots along the street uh -huh. and then there's like an early set 6 to 7 30 then 7 30 to 9. so you people hang out and get dinner and stuff you can see 10 bands or so but are, but are, you, are the bands spaced out yeah we're all about a block apart okay so yeah. you're not like over competing that's where uh, vince shines right there right he goes yeah, off right. and <laughs> intimidates <laughs> everyone yeah. Yeah. Um, so so you're mentioning that you want to be able to kind of play more more locally um obviously the commodore obviously it's a restaurant slash bar commodore Commoner, yeah, keep saying that. It's a military, yeah, yeah. naval. Sage is also something similar. So for you, I mean, ideally, a spot here in Whittier would be a bar slash restaurant, right? I mean, well, we're, I mean, we're definitely open. I mean, we were just, you know, I think it, I think the thing is, you know, there's so many. Whittier is cool spot. I mean, like I, I grew up in Northern California. My wife grew up in Norwalk, down here, and. When we decided we were gonna, you know, stay in Southern California, she was like, "I've always wanted to live in Whittier," and then, and, and came here. And and one of the cool things was just the mix of people. And there's a lot of creative people, you know. We the, the a little flaky, but creative. <laughs> <laughs> little flaky. They kind of go hand in hand right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so it would be. I I think we have the potential, you know, to to be a, a cool showcase for. For um, for original music, so like Fullerton has the Fullerton Day of Music in June, mm -hmm. um, and there's like 60 bands who play just in that area from you know dawn to dusk, and they play their original songs. And um, uh, th I think we have the capacity for for cool stuff like that. And I'm yeah. just seeing more and more people who are open to that and interested in that. Um, so we would want to be you know part of that, and also more. I mean, more more importantly for the 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 Whittier High and the Cal High kids who are starting bands and stuff to be able to not have to have their parents drive them down to Long Beach to play you know would be would be you know pretty sweet we'll play during the day we'll play calm you know calm music it's not all like yeah. bringing a bad element to yeah. uh to uh to our beautiful uptown community so what areas are you guys interested in playing if they're listening right now oh well I mean, the Dude, just give us a mic and we'll play. <laughs> <laughs> it like, yeah, no, well, well, okay. We'll bring so, our own mic. so I mean, yeah. so, we only need like an outlet. And yeah. Right, yeah. we have yeah. one outlet. We have power strips. <laughs> we have all those things. If there's a surge in your electric bill, like yeah. just call us back at the end. But there was a place recently that we went to go have lunch at. I forget the name of it. It was the bar, and they had the Vodka Burger back there. Yes, yeah, oh, so uh, Real McCoy. Oh. Real McCoy's. Yeah, we would, uh, we would love to play there. It's currently covers only, you yes. know. But we would, we would love to play there. Of course, we have our eye on is it poet's corner is that what poet's, poet's garden, garden. Yeah. you know i've i've heard things before my time i heard there was a lot of live music in the nixon building mm -hmm. yeah. and people's bands you ever play at the nixon building no where? you know where the nixon building is. in front of starbucks that big seven oh, yeah. story <laughs> it's known as the nixon that's well, what the sign says yeah. on that bank but of america and it changed it i did I, yeah. one band in high school played at the nixon building yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. 
It's always been kind of a nightclub and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Rumor yeah. was that De La Hoya would hang out there. That's yeah. Very yeah. Much, but, um, Jesse, can you confirm that? Yeah. Right. Confirm. <laughs> I, I confirm it like as well. No, but I, they're turning into that the brewery, right? The brewery and all sorts yeah. of stuff. So, you know, if anyone's looking at the blueprints right now, you know, yeah, if yeah. there's a, if, uh, you know, for, like I said, I'm, you know, obviously we're being selfish and talking about our band, but mm. to be able to go see bands, you know, um, uh, Josh and I, we were hanging out in Whittier this Saturday and we got a text from a friend. And he was like, we're, a band's going to come play in my friend's backyard, come see him. And we went, and it was a really cool band. You know, they were th from East LA, and they only got to play like five songs before it was too loud and too late, and you know they had to go. And yeah. uh, you know that would so so. There's definitely talent out there that you know. It was a damn drummer, huh? It was the drummer. It was just acoustic. It was just a drummer and a flute too. So yeah, the flute. Yeah. Was <laughs> yeah. just kidding, just kidding. You can't even hear the flute. Just your recorder ideas out the That's window. That's right, yeah. man. But you know there are towns that are known for you know for for their live music mm -hmm. scenes, and I know we're not we're not Austin, we're not Nashville yeah, or something. Yeah, but why not? I mean, but it could be. Yeah, yeah. Why there's not? certainly enough. <laughs> well, like it's Austin. you're right. I mean, it's uh, you're not the only ones that have mentioned about trying to bring some kind of uh, music aspect, like outdoor music, or even indoor music, just a a, a, a form or a, a music yeah. venue, just live original music. Yeah, yeah where yeah. you could put you know have something dedicated where people can rotate. Um, I, I think we're definitely missing that. Um, it's just that's why I keep asking. Like, uh, if you ha if you had a place you could kind of concentrate on and say this is the spot. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I do have a suggestion. So all right. In the summer, we can all hear. If you live uptown, we hear the concerts in the park, right? Yeah. Which are awesome. And those bands are legit. They can play everything. I'm like, what is this guy gonna? They're gonna. They're playing top forty to oldies and moving yeah. all around. But what if there was an opener? every week that was a Whittier band that played original music. There you go. You know, and we don't yeah. have to play, we can play till we get booed off stage and then yeah. <laughs> a real band could come out, but that could be said because that's already something we set up, yeah. you know. And I'll tell you this, just going, uh, Remo obviously hosts uh, a spot there uh, at, at um, Central Park. Um, and the last times, a few times I was there, uh, the music could be off. I mean, it could be, you're right, it could be something like, uh, um, what was the last one they had? Uh, well, whatever, say oldies. But it's the same crowd that kind of shows up every week, and it's the same crowd that's dancing to the music no matter what it is. Yeah. So you're right. I mean, not to say that that you know you guys can go play whatever you want, and but people just like being just outdoors people love and music, just seeing, you know. Yeah, and yeah. just as long as there's something playing and it's not, you know, too bad. And well, you never know. I, I could definitely see like a mosh pit going there. No. Uh, I don't, you know, with the same crowd. No, the only people <laughs> dancing are usually the, you know, the people that are a little older, seniors yeah. and so forth. Right. So they're not mosh pit. Oh, oh, we have man. a track record of being successful with multi generations, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Li little little kids, little kids, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. So so something like that would be cool because That's the, the venue idea. is already there and like, yeah. um, you know, we. We we've gone we've been to sixty seven forty and you know in those places and you know that they've said oh we we don't have a cabaret license and those you know and those and those things, um, which I you know that's a that's a different aspect but um, but I think it would just be cool if it was like oh you know you go see a couple different bands in Whittier you know yeah. that would be that would be fun and what's a cabaret license a, a, a license to live be able music, to yeah. live have live music got it. Because it's noise and, yeah. you know, and, and things like that. You said exactly what I was going to say, the damn drummer. 
we make but all we've, the ruckus. Yeah. We've yeah, and I think most bands are, are are flexible with you know with making it fit the you know we want it to fit the the scene you know yeah. we, if if people come see us outside a local fixture and uh, we're playing the f four and five year olds. Uh, and then playing at the commoner, like the set will be a little bit, you know, it's a little, little bit different, a little bit different, <laughs> but you know, because we want people to have fun and you know, and all that. So, have you guys played with uh, other other bands like uh, um, here locally? Yeah, we played with a bunch of um, we played with a bunch of Long Beach and Santa Ana bands, um, uh, bands that have. You know, kind of have the, we've played with lots of played on lots of different sets, which is fun to see people from all different kinds of music. But um, it's really great when we can play with kind of bands that fit into the you know genre, and then we can kind of trade, yeah. you know, tr trade fans kind of thing. You know, and people are. Well, well I'm asking because I know um, th there's a couple of events that happen in Uptown where um, we have actually the last one we just had, which was a car show. Mm -hmm. Um, there's three stages, uh, three different uh, groups. Uh, they're all kind of different in style. Um, and there's, I think, two of them that were actually from Whittier mm -hmm. or here in Whittier. Um, so, again, I, I like that idea that, that you would showcase actual bands that reside here. Uh, but I, I personally, obviously, other than now meeting you guys, I don't know anybody else. So... Um, it'd be kind of cool to set up a, a, a what do you call it, a, a lineup or, or oh, absolutely, just yeah, where it's you know one after another, and, and maybe it's just one stage that's dedicated just for uh, bands here and whatever. So um, again, it could range in terms of music, which is fine, but just showcasing the talent, I think, is, is uh, the the good part. Absolutely. Well, I had a question about that. So if you do have something set up like that, does each band bring their own like instruments, everything? Where like the setup and put down and is that get a little confusing or do you use other people's drums and I think we that's a no no right that's a, like a, you can't use somebody else's uh, uh, <laughs> we've done we've done both we've shared stages with bands where they gave us you know a five minute turnaround time and so the yeah. first band you 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 coordinate with the other band of whose stuff are you going to use and then I mean we got bands generally small bands need ten minutes like we don't have yeah. roadies we don't get fancy about that so yeah. we've done pretty quick turnarounds. Nat stole someone's drum set once. So that was yeah, on we, accident. We've <laughs> yeah, sometimes in a dark corner where everyone puts their gear, you can end up with a, a slightly different mm -hmm. snare drum or, or something like that. But um, I mean, if we're we're the like the least we're the, we're not the people to ask because we're like the 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 most flexible. I think like put six strings in the right order in front of me, and it's probably gonna sound the same, you know what I mean? Um, because uh, that's just the level of my, my minimal level of ability. But, um, but you know, if, if it, I, would, I would put it out there that anyone, if we uh, would be welcome to use our drums and our PA system or whatever, if we put, we're putting on shows, you know, because, because it's, it's about it being easy for people. Yeah. And traveling with gear and hauling gear. That, that's 99% of the reason we want to play in Whittier, guys, is because yeah. the gear is yeah. already yeah. walking yeah. through. The gear is here. It's yeah. downhill to Central yeah. Park yeah. from here. Let, let, it let it roll, roll down. Yeah. yeah, let it roll down. And drummers have it the worst, too, with gear. Yeah. They have all that stuff to take. Yeah. 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 Now, is there an instrument that you guys maybe are missing that if that you might be adding? Like a recorder? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Do, you do, do you do Mary Had a Little Lamb? It's like my number B one. B-A-G-A-B. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, this is a this is a big. I always wanted a fiddle in the band, but 
Fiddle. Does anybody out there in Whittier um, play fiddle? Contact us, please. M maybe 50 <laughs> years ago, but no, <laughs> no, no, not recently. Ghosts? <laughs> yeah. It's okay. In ye old friendly town, yeah. I'm yeah. sure there yeah. was a fiddle <laughs> competition. Yeah. Um, we all, you know, we, I, we, I think we hear different instruments on different different songs. Like, uh -huh. the, the, you know, if anyone out there can play, uh, you know, a little banjo, a little violin, a little fiddle, a little, you know, horns, horns, uh, you know, just a multi-instrumentalist would be amazing. But um, I think we're pretty, I think we're, we're lean and mean, you know, it gets the, gets the songs across until um, we hit a big and can hire a, you know, full string section and stuff like that. So well, I play a mean keyboard on the computer. Nice. So I can send emails <laughs> like there's no one's business. That's my best of my ability there. Translate that into an actual keyboard, right? No, yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> so what's your guys' number one hit? Like if you had a say, this is the one we kill it on. The Winnebago song is headlining the, the new EP. Yeah. Probably the one that we've gotten the most positive feedback on. Yeah, we're really happy with how that song came out. We put it first on our EP. We recorded the EP here in Whittier, right up the okay. street, with our good friend Paul Jones, who's an amazing bass player and engineer. He also teaches music, so check out Paul. I think he still teaches music. Maybe he's going to call me and be like, I'm not teaching bass to four-year-olds anymore. <laughs> Leave me alone. Um, but Paul is a super cool guy that, um, that, that, I've, that I knew through a couple different people in Whittier. And he has recorded, so we released a single a couple years ago um, that he recorded two songs for us. And then a couple of, I guess about, I guess four months ago, we went over to his house for a couple of days. Um, and he's got a cool little in-house studio. And we cut uh, four new songs to put on with one old song for that, for the EP. It's called Pretty Derivatives. It is available on all the... Uh, streaming and downloadable uh, formats, iTunes, Google Play, and all those things. So yeah, and so we put the, the Winnebago song, it's called Daddy's Winnebago, we put that as the first song there. Um, people, even at the end of the set, we'll play it early in the set, people say, oh, I like that Winnebago song, so that's a good sign for us. I mean, it's not charting anywhere. I don't know if any songs are charting anywhere besides the, the huge bands now, but um, but we're really happy with how that one came out. So who, who named it, who has the... Wh whose daddy's has the Winnebago? <laughs> well, it's a, it's not an autobiographical. Okay. It's not totally autobiographical, but was that the same as uh, color underwear and whatever? You know? Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Just yeah, it's all just word association. No. Um. So the story is uh the story, the story is not uh, not autobiographical, but I did go on uh I've gone on some cross country trips with cousins and. Um, you know, I have, a, I have a lot of uncles, a lot of aunts, a lot of cousins, and the, those family trips growing up I used sort of as the, uh, as the imagery of the, of the song. The song, uh, it's, no, it's, a, it's a fictional story, but yeah, came from growing up. I never actually have ridden in a real Winnebago. So I'm a, I'm a fraud, but when yeah, I see you're them, lucky, you're lucky, though. <laughs> when I see them out there, there's something uniquely, yeah. you know, epic <laughs> about the the flying W, you know, moving down the highway. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know we're gonna, we might be hearing that song later. Absolutely. It, okay. Sure. So let's get into some maybe woodier questions. Okay. So if you guys, when you're not playing here and uh, or practicing oh, oh, here, well, hold on. I, I was gonna ask, what was if so we talked about your guys' band, uh, the number one hit. Is there a num another number one hit, a cover song that you guys just love playing? Like, is there one that you guys... Maybe your favorite, not, not necessarily. Well, none of them are Norwegian black metal. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, we played that version of Carmelita that like someone at the show said, oh, it's like the second best version of Carmelita I've ever heard. So <laughs> that was a pretty good compliment. I'm yeah. not even sure he meant the original was his favorite. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we play uh, a, a fan favorite or a, or, a, or a customer favorite if we're at a bar or restaurant. Uh, we play uh, Shake Sonora, which is a Hera Belafonte song that comes at the end of Beetlejuice. Yeah. Uh, that... Uh, that that causes uh, shoulder shaking sometimes. It hasn't. We haven't had a full blown conga line, but if I think Central Park, we could have that conga line. We could have that conga line going. Yeah, we like. I mean, that's the the cool thing is going back and picking songs you've always just liked and see, figuring out if we can find a way, you know, to make them work. Well, what I've noticed is um, is that you like artists tend to or musicians tend to like kind of stick to one good song that they they just got it down really well. And you'll hear it, you know, if, you, if your set is, is, you know, whatever, two hours or something like that, you'll hear it at least twice, right? Oh, or, yeah. or three times maybe if, if you get lucky. Is that cool? You can do that? Oh, man, yeah. we need to. I, I'm I, just I would saying, just keep like, playing the same song over and over. <laughs> <laughs> we need like, to slow our roll a little bit then. <laughs> we, have to st- we don't have to learn as many songs. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys don't have one specifically. You're like, man, we, got, we, got, we're, we just do love it again. This one. Yeah. yeah. Well, we play a lot of old. Um, uh, like 60 soul songs like okay. knock on wood and ain't too proud to beg and poison ivy um and i just love those songs um and they really those are always really fun yeah. and it, and even passive you know even people walking by you know if you're playing an outdoor spot everybody f- feels those songs there's just undeniably you know the songs that came out of motown that came out of stacks yeah, yeah. in the 60s they're just golden yep. you know even yeah, if and timeless yeah all right, back to my weird question. Yes, right. sir. So all when right. you guys are not uh, <laughs> practicing here and uh, playing at all these different spots, if you were to go have a, a drink or maybe a meal, where would you guys be uh, venturing off to? It's funny because we just had this conversation the other day. Nat, he likes to go to Uptown Whittier and try out new places, new bars and stuff like that, which are a lot, right? You know, it seems like every week there's a new cool bar or something like that, restaurant coming up. But me, I always just like to go to the 640. I'm kind of old-fashioned that way. Um, what do you get there? What I get there, usually, I don't know, whatever they got on tap, like an IPA or something. I like the Dodger Dog, too, yeah. you know. I It's weird because I feel like if I don't go there, I feel like I'm betraying Whittier. <laughs> like, I need to go there. We were literally... Keep it real or something. We were walking. It was a 1 o'clock in the afternoon after a practice, and we walked past, and Vince was feeling guilty he didn't mm-hmm. stop in. He's I like, I feel like guilty. I'm... Jerk. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to visit your mom if you're home. <laughs> and then I your saw m- you. I saw <laughs> you on the street. <laughs> <laughs> your mom's looking out the window, yeah. and you're just... <laughs> like, I saw you going to that Rusty Monk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rusty Monk. No offense, Rusty <laughs> Monk. Yeah. Uh... Josh, I for you, I make you go go around Whittier all the time. Where are you? What are your spots? Yeah, but I'm not from here. I just follow you guys and let you decide where all the cool places are. So I often think of all the places you know we've lost, Veggie Grill, like that to me. You know, I don't know if people have, weren't around when Veggie Grill was was around on Comstock. That was that. I still dream about the spring rolls at Veggie Grill, um, but. I'm really in r- recently to the new Thai place down Greenleaf. Greenleaf okay. Thai, yeah. brand new. It's a little further down. Kind of off Greenleaf. Uh, yeah, it's lower, lower yeah. Greenleaf. Kind of the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah, yeah right. but they they got some that lunch special, yeah. legit, and you can get in and out of there. 
in like half an hour if you needed to. Not that you shouldn't enjoy yourself and have an extra Thai tea, but uh, the woman next to me, she clearly had her order, told the woman as she came in. So yeah. if you haven't tried that spot, it's I good. actually took Jesse what, like yeah. a w- couple Sir weeks ago. Yeah. It was really good. Everybody keep ma- talking about the Thai place, and I just never had a chance until until uh, Remo bought. Uh, we I was huge on uh, Golden Triangle, which yeah. was a, which was Thai that Burmese, was too, uh, and Triangle. they had about yeah, a seventy-five uh, page menu. That's the mm-hmm. Steve's Barbecue. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where uh, the sushi and pho place yeah. right now, right? Uh, Is it pho? Yeah, I think it's a pho. pho and, and it looked like there's a new. There's something. Oh, it's always something new coming up. The tavern yeah. coming up. Yeah. Turnbull Tavern. Another Alliteration. place I'll feel guilty about. If I can <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the, uh, you can bring your Dodger dog. I know <laughs> yeah, yeah. There. Can I get it to go half of it there receipt. and then have a receipt? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but oh, the 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 Golden Triangle, not to wax nostalgic, had about a seventy-five page menu, and you could order spiciness from one to ten. See, I never get that. I never get the one to ten scale. But no, but it was there why was. Why don't a you get it? I don't understand. Like why? Well, too much. It's too much. Like, yeah, uh, like what? What's what? the difference between one to three? Uh, yeah, okay. Well, you gotta yeah, keep going like, back. That's how they get you. Eight so and you a half. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I, I've gone to Thai places like, what spicy? I'm like, uh, I don't know, maybe like a five, because that's obviously yeah, one medium. Five. Uh, and I'd be like, is that good? Oh, I don't know. You might want to try like a like a four. Mm. I'm like, okay. Do they have a number? The way you look. <laughs> it was the incremental spicy. Yeah. Is it just another sauce? you know pinch of it? Is that yeah, what yeah. It's, But that one pinch yeah. makes all the difference. See, I was a I was a six man. At the goal, I was always a six. I never, yeah. everything's gonna be a six. I'm doing six a six, around. nothing, you know, you know, because that's high. Never stuff ventured off to a seven or six. Well, because then I feel, yeah, I feel like that. That would, there was just so much at, at stake. Yeah. You know, you order five dishes and they're all too spicy, and then you know, and then you, you said you were a seven, yeah. well, you're really fun, a six. But the funny thing is that, so I said, okay, because she's warning me, right? She'd be yeah. like, you want, you might want to get a four. I'm like, all right, I'll get a four, and then she throws in the. And it's not a, if it's not enough, then you could add more. That's true, right? Because they give you, you can't go tray. back from a five to a four. You can only go, go four to five. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, really? Just bring I'm food like, out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, I've been right. to some Thai restaurants where they, if you order too spicy, they'll ask you if you're actually Thai, and they oh. don't, they don't, they, they don't trust any people who are actually from <laughs> Thailand to to go on the full That's spicy. That's like eight, eight and above, right? Because oh, I think they've had too many <laughs> returned. Yeah. yeah, it's no, it's serious it's stuff. Funny. And you cannot go back. <laughs> we might have to go there after here. I know. <laughs> yeah, green leaf time. Pretty delicious. And oh, then also, I'm sorry. I just got to mention <laughs> one more spot in the town with you. Yeah, yeah. Forty. It's no, no, not the forty. It's the um, the one that used to be the wine shop. The one that. Oh, the cellar. The, the cellar. cellar, dude. That place is the best. They have the best beer. Just anybody who loves beer would love that place. And it's just beautiful inside. It's beautiful inside. I mean, inside. the refrigerator, the all it's the... It's a best-looking liquor store, yeah. yeah. Right? It's a liquor store and, like, a tasting place. Yeah. And it's a beer drinker's paradise. <laughs> all right, now, I know you said uh, the Golden Triangle is gone. So what thing do you think... What One thing do you think is missing in Whittier that you would like to see in the city of Whittier? I'll let these guys think about it. I'm gonna ask Josh because he's an out of towner, right? Like you're you're from Long Beach, you said? Yeah. Yeah. So what do you see in Long Beach that's not here in, in Whittier? Oh. Walking through a minefield on this one. <laughs> the ocean. <laughs> if you could bring the Pacific here, I think we're gonna be good. Do you have any like? 
old retired like Navy warships and an old Titanic cruise line. It's about 15 degrees cooler <laughs> some, uh, down there. Like something you frequent, like it, whether it's like a restaurant, oh, yeah. a who bar, should open a, a Whittier, shop, or who should open a Whittier uh, satellite of their their restaurant from Long Beach. Pretty good in Whittier. Like, I mean, it's both pretty good. I'm trying to think, what are we missing here? A Grand Prix. <laughs> no, nobody wants. Just that. go on the 605. <laughs> <sometime. laughs> no, Whittier At 3 does not need a thing where we shut down the streets for a month and a half, yeah. and no one can park anywhere. That's a terrible idea. Well, when we play the Fourth Street, the Fourth Street Fourth Fridays, we'll let you guys know if that we think something like that could could go. pop off here, yeah. too. Um, I nothing popped up. Nah, I don't know. It's it's pretty well covered. That's here. a food, seal of approval. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Usually it starts with the food, and then everything else kind of follows. Yeah. All right, Vince. What do you got? Um. What? What's the question? Sorry. What something do you that's wish? missing in, in Whittier. Something that's missing in Whittier. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. That you say, man. I wish it had one of these. Right. <sighs> something that's missing in Whittier. You know what? I I got it. It's because it's like really strong. We already talked about it. It's like an original music venue in Whittier, like like a real deal place where bands play original music, and it's right in Uptown, not off Uptown, like right there in Uptown. Yeah. There needs to be just that, just one place, just one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That everybody goes to in, in Uptown Whittier, and you could go get a good beer, maybe a good meal, watch watch creative uh, original bands. That's all I'm asking. Just that one place. <laughs> Done. Done. Special place. Well, in addition to those ideas, um, I would love a closer Lascaris to my house. <laughs> <laughs> because Well, they deliver. I know. <laughs> I know. But sometimes they're like, it's going to be 50 minutes. And I was like, did you say 15 minutes? <laughs> yeah. like, it's going to be 50 minutes. You, now it's you don't hour. have a wand that you can I just know. go over? And I would love, uh, and I would love it to be open 24 hours a day, right? So I could, you know, stay up on Saturday or wake up on Sunday and the, uh, have the submarine. Have the su- absolutely the submarine. <laughs> the 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 calzone is yeah. my my spot there. Their pizza is really good. Really too. good. Yeah. See, I haven't had their pizza yet. Because there's so many options. I mean, there's so many options. So many different ways to go. I, 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 always get, yeah, I always get stuck on the submarine or the Philly Philly steak sandwich is really good there if you haven't had it. See, I'm always looking for a good pizza, and, and that has not come up as a place for me to get a good Ooh, pizza. Really? Best pizza in Whittier. What is it? I don't know. That's <laughs> no. He's starting his own oh podcast. Yeah. I'm like, what is Pizza it talk like, with oh. Vince. Yeah. <laughs> what do you know Hello, that I don't everybody. know? Uh, right. Pizza talk I, here. Actually, I'll tell you this. Uh, just last week, um, not last week, this week, Sunday. I don't even know what day we're in already. But Sunday, um, uh, took the family over to uh, Pizza Mania. Yes. First time Love I've Pizza since I, and I live like, I don't know, you two, three time. minutes. First time, yeah. Because everybody kept saying, you know, you got to try, you got to try. And I, you know, kind of had a chance to stop by. Because every time I kind of drive by it, places like parking lots packed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Entire little league teams yeah. and soccer that's teams. That's what it is. <laughs> They're all there, man. And so that I pulled in great. Sunday and sure enough, long line. I'm like, oh, great, you know. But, uh, but everybody kept I, saying. I thought the pizza was a little greasy. I, I, I like it. I said, that's a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, their pizzas are huge. Yeah. <laughs> Ample portions. Yeah. So it's a good, uh, I mean, it's good pizza. Uh, yeah. uh, the sauce. Yeah. 
the brick house pastrami pizza serves a, a important purpose, I think, you know. The, with you know nothing pickles and mustard on your pizza it's not an everyday thing yeah, yeah. i wouldn't recommend that i'm not a doctor but i was still wouldn't yeah. recommend <laughs> it uh but in a in a in a in a certain time and place the that pastrami pizza from brick house is great too yeah. nice nice Anybody oh else? man no i'm I hungry i know pizza. i want uh, pizza uh, options in whittier but I'm um i would say uh lascari's for me yeah, yeah lascari's i gotta try i'm a, I, well the, i don't remember if lascari has a thin crust pizza I don't do See, that. I'm all about thin crust. That's yeah, the issue I like with these other places. Pizza. Have you had the Tony's Pizza in the Whittier? Yeah. In the Whitwood. That's yeah, been there that's, forever. That's one of my favorite pizza right. places. Yeah. Crust. Yeah. The only bad thing about that place is that, like, it's good when I go by myself because I could choose what I want. But when I go with the family, it's like, we got to get the same thing. You know, it's mm. like, my kids don't like all the toppings. It's usually cheese, so... So there is a new pizza place. It is it is a chain, but I think it's one of the cooler chains out there. It's called the Pizza Press. And um, what's different about the Pizza Press, other than like Pyology, Blaze Pizza, Artist Studio Pizza, all these pizza places, they have like 14 or 15 taps of different beers. And so on their yeah right. So on their grand opening, they had like you can get a free pizza if you buy a drink or you buy a beer. So I mean, I bought a beer, but it was delicious. But the beer was like forty bucks. Right? No, it was five dollars. <laughs> well, that day it was like five dollars. So I think normally they're like seven bucks. Oh right. Is that or something. on Whittier Boulevard? Yeah, it's on Whittier Boulevard in the and Lucerna. Yeah, yeah the new development. <laughs> I know, right? Boulevard, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lucerna. But my niece works there, so yeah. Anyway. And I'm sure those are. Cool. There's probably some cool kids that go to school there. We're not here oh, to bully. Yeah, I know. We're not here kids. to bully Lucerna. Sorry. No, I just passed by it like yesterday. Take the mic back from her. I know. That's crazy. Go in I your just corner. I can't believe yeah. they have 15 beers on Yeah. Because yeah, it's like a commercial area, you know. You mm-hmm. want to think like it looks like a mall kind of yeah. area. So, all right. So let's uh, hear some music. Sure thing. Is that is that what we're doing next? All right. Let's do it. pizza. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I'm talking about. Bef- before we c- before we cut out, I actually want to say thank you guys for uh, coming on. Of course. And uh, we'll, we'll once you guys hit it big, remember us, little guys. Yeah. Yeah, um, man. Never. <laughs> I mean, Who this is like guys? a very easy <laughs> conversation. Like, we were, I was literally thinking of co- if we had calling a record or something. Um, on the corner of Whittier and Taco Bell, because that's kind of how we—that's kind of how Vince and I talk about stuff. Like we'll get you met one street, but then like, what's the identifier, right? Yeah. Like, oh, it's on the corner of Whittier and the Whitwood, or it's yeah. on, you know. So, so this conversation was very easy for for you know for us to have because we're oh, you, did you have you been to that place? You yeah. know what place? Yeah. You know yeah. on all of those things. Washington so. and the one that guy plays the guitar. Oh yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> that's a Reynolds Pioneer. Yep. Yeah. Awesome guys. Well, thank you so much. So how do how do the uh, listeners follow you guys? Uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, s- website. Absolutely. Smoke so signal. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll take all. I'll, I'll give out my cell phone number in just a second. <laughs> um, so we are at Cheeky Few on Instagram. Okay, we are we are active on on Instagram. Um, so uh, so please check us out there. We have a we're face uh, we have a Facebook as well. You can look us up on Facebook. And you can get connected to everything at www.thecheekyfew.com if people still actually just you know go to go to real websites. websites. Right. Um, and there's there's links to to all of our things. You can follow us on bands in town. If you follow a bunch of bands, add us on there. And then every time we have a show, uh, that also links to our Facebook as well. Um, but yeah, we would we would love to see people out. And please tell us you heard us on what's up Whittier, and there we would go. be through the yeah. roof. Yeah, man. 
and, and sorry, one last thing. Is there a place where they can listen to music or sample music? Sure. Or? So on the uh, it's easy on the website. Okay. Uh, you can listen. Uh, you can listen to the new EP a couple times before they they suggest maybe you purchase it. Right. Um, it's uh, you can if you have um, if you have any of the streaming services you can listen to uh, the EP, um, and we have a SoundCloud. If people yeah. are down with SoundCloud, SoundCloud's still in business. We thought we were going to lose our right. SoundCloud page last week, but <laughs> we still have a SoundCloud. Um, Bandcamp is uh, the best way if you want to support us. If you if you're if you still buy music, which we encourage people to buy music from the artists that they like, um, the best way to get a band um, the the most of the profit and to get it to them the quickest is to um, to check them out on Bandcamp. So if you're like a smaller band, you go to Bandcamp.com and look them up. If you purchase your downloads from there, um, we get paid right away, uh, and we get more of the money than if uh, it goes through one of the bigger one of the bigger services. They're so huge that. Um, we, we don't we don't get that money till it could be up to six months. Wow. So little known fact, uh, we'll take the support in any way that's yeah. easiest for people. But uh, that's that's kind of like tipping in cash, like when you uh, tip your server yeah. in cash and it doesn't have to go through credit cards. Bandcamp is the most direct link to uh, to helping us out. And you can always pick up the the downloads from us at a show uh, as well. Also nice. on YouTube, we have some pretty cool videos and stuff like that. That our drummer directed, shot and directed. That, so <laughs> and Star, he's in the videos, <laughs> and uh, and he shot our. He he's actually very talented. I'm joking, but he's yes. We do have two uh, pretty cool videos, both shot here in Whittier. So check those out as and well. Obviously, if they want to reach out to you for bookies and stuff like that, that's on. Yeah, cheekyfew at gmail dot com, uh, or through you know direct message. Uh, that's how we got together with you guys is through direct message on what's up w uh, with what's up Whittier. So yeah, cool. Again, thank you guys, and uh, okay. we uh, wish you success. Here's some music. Thank and you. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you.